This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. If you're addicted to love, get ready to binge your heart out on Discovery Plus. Stream exclusive originals or classics like The Bachelor. Plus, you can explore the entire 90-day universe. From the original series to new favorites like The Single Life. With Discovery Plus, you can get all the yeses, all the dresses, and all the hot messes for just $4.99. Discovery Plus is the streaming home of relationships, plus so much more. Start your free trial today. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by... Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD or CBD distillate tends to be more potent and last longer, which is what we're talking about here. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors, uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. Ooh. So if this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Create a Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. Wrestle Kingdom 14 is in the books, ladies and gentlemen, and here we are at Headlock Talk headquarters to bring you the results and all the action from the two nights worth of high-quality wrestling from New Japan. This episode is brought to you by Tacos and Energy Drinks. Spoilers ahead. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Headlock Talk. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. I am, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt. And as always, across from me, my right-hand man, the man with the plan, the one and the only, Mr. Stephen Crudy. Oh, howdy. This is uh, totally not the fourth time we've started this show. <laughs> totally not. No. It's, not at all. It's, it's A-OK. Yep. I am just slurring my words all over the place today uh, because we've spent a lot of a lot of time. A lot of time yes. the last two days, waking up early and watching very high quality wrestling. Fantastic wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Um. So my brain's a little bit burnt right now. It's okay. Uh, I'm gonna lean on Steven to help me through this episode. <laughs> oh fuck! I was leaning on you. <laughs> okay. Um. No, but in all seriousness, we're gonna give you some high quality uh results and action here today on ep- on this episode of Headlock Talk and. Uh, we hope you enjoy nonetheless. Yes. Um, 
of course, as noted here in the uh, very beginning of the episode, spoilers ahead here for Wrestle Kingdom 14. So if you have not watched night one or night two of uh, New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 14, we highly encourage you to do so. If you just want the results anyway, then just, you know, Keep it rolling, you know. Yeah, but I mean, this is this is not a uh, a show where the results don't matter. It, yeah, so. <laughs> the, there are big implications yes. here yes. Uh, uh, in this show, and uh, yeah, man. So, last warning: big spoilers B- ahead. Big major spoilers ahead. Uh, if this is your first time tuning into Headlock Talk, welcome. Hello. Howdy out there. <laughs> uh, if if you have been with us since the beginning. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, the the best way to support Headlock Talk, if you do enjoy what we give you each and every week, uh, you just leave a rating and review uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, and make sure to hit that subscribe button to always get new episodes. But of course, leading leaving a rating and review is the best way to support Headlock Talk as of this very moment. Yes. Yes. What Tanner said. Ex- exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you again, guys, for tuning into today's episode. I yes. greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Wrestle Kingdom 14, man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's, it's some big stuff. Oh, yeah. So I guess let's just get some general thoughts in about you know the, the, the weekend's wrestling here, because there's, there's a lot to cover, but um, yes, I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was very long, yeah. uh, bo- both nights. Uh, I think both nights uh, are about four to five hours each, uh, so yes. right around... Right around WrestleMania last year, so so it was, mm. it was a very long show if you put nights one and night two uh, together. But it was very, very, very good, uh, pretty much all the way through. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, yeah, I definitely would say that the quality that you get from Wrestle Kingdom is, you know, bar none. You know, the the best. That that you'll find on the planet, perhaps, mm. in my professional opinion. Well, see, the thing um, with uh, with Wrestle Kingdom, you know, WrestleMania is like an event, right? And, yeah, it's and a spectacle. It's a spectacle, exactly. And you have great matches at WrestleMania, a hundred percent. But you also have some filler, you know. And, and there's certain aspects of these two nights that you could, I guess, argue would be filler. Mm. Uh, but it was very good filler. Mm-hmm. There, there are some things that I didn't care for, mm-hmm. um, but very small things, um, and we'll get into it. No, absolutely, and and I think you raise a good point. I mean, could they have made this one show? Perhaps could they have made it just January fourth? Perhaps, perhaps so. Um, but I think that the you know what they wanted to achieve here. I think they already had both nights at the Tokyo Dome booked. Obviously, they did this way in advance, right? Uh, in order to achieve that, and I think that the double gold dash was an invention based upon that. Hey, we gotta we gotta have two nights worth of top stuff. Let's go ahead and do it. You know, for sure. And, and I think, uh, like you said, I think the double gold dash really benefited a lot mm-hmm. from having this two night structure. Mm-hmm. You know, if you had. Uh, I guess it was four matches, part of that double gold dash with with the number one contender match being ah. included in that. Yes. Um, those four matches, if you had had that the same night, it really wouldn't have had the same impact. Uh, mm-hmm. I think being able to take a break, get a night's sleep, and, and sleep it over, mm-hmm. um, I, I think did it a lot of justice. Yes, yes. And, and I think that um, 
the the double gold dash all all four of those matches were very very good yes. right um some of perhaps some of the best matches in new japan history and i would say certainly one of the some of the most important matches yes. in new japan history um but yeah i i mean the, there was um i believe that this was like a record setting crowd for new japan over the two nights Definitely good stuff. It looked like it. Yeah, that that arena both nights was packed, mm-hmm. packed. Mm-hmm. Um, let's also talk about something else here. As we break here into night one, um, you know, the probably one of the most uh, significant parts of this here was uh, the two retirement matches of uh, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. Um, on, on night one, uh, we saw Naoki Sano, uh, Shinjiro Otani. Uh, Tatsuhiro uh, Takiwa and uh, Raisuke Taguchi. I think I, I think I finally nailed it this time. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> um, they did defeat Jushin Thunder Liger, uh, Tatsumi Fujinami, the Great Sasuke, and uh, Tiger Mask um, in an eight-man tag team match. Uh, this one was uh, <laughs> we we found it to be fairly entertaining. I would say, Stephen, it was fun. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I mean. Uh, the like you said, these two matches uh, for Jushin Thunder Liger's retirement, um, it was really mostly about that, you know. Um, it, it was fun. It, it didn't like blow my socks off, but but it was a fun match. And yeah. uh, one thing I thought was really cool in both of the matches was um, Jushin didn't take it like lightly, you know. Like he he went out there and showed you why he's a legend, you yes. know. And I thought that was really really cool. Yes, he he did this quite seriously. You mm-hmm. know, he he took everything. In both of his matches, like you said, quite seriously, and uh, I, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I think it was a quite a fun match between uh, these eight legends to a degree, mm-hmm. um, and, and uh, yeah, um, very emotional for sure. Definitely, yeah, yeah. You, know, you could tell that Liger was very emotional all the way through uh, on both nights, uh, but yeah, it was it was nice to see like this kind of meeting of the legends here. Um, yeah. So yeah, solid opener. Nonetheless, right? It's just a really... I think it's a really good idea that they opened with it. Just because it, it sets up... Hey, this is this is going to be fun. You know, we're mm-hmm. going to have a fun time. That We're going to give you some good vibes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it is a really nice opener. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I think we talked about this on our God Bless Texas episode. Mm. Uh, where we previewed uh, New Japan. But yes, night one is very tag team heavy. Yes. Because uh, immediately after this, uh, we had two more eight-man tag team matches. Uh, one that was, uh, I guess, the Suzuki Goon stable taking on the uh, the Los Ingobernables de Japón stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, yeah, Suzuki Goon. We had Zack Saber Jr., Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, and uh, El Desperado uh, taking on uh, Evil Sonata, Shingo Takagi, and Bushi. Mm-hmm. Um, this one here, uh, victory to Suzuki Goon. Uh, via submission, I, bl- I believe it was Zack Saber Jr. picking up the win here. Makes sense if to I'm me. I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, Zack Saber Jr. winning by submission. What? Yeah, I know. Crazy. Crazy. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was. Um, it was. Uh, these were fine matches here. Uh, the other one being Chaos taking on Bullet Club. Chaos had a uh, uh, Hiroki Goto, uh, Tamahiro Ishii, Toriyano, and Yoshihashi uh, taking on Kenta. Bad Luck Fale. Yojiro Takahashi and uh, Chase Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, this one here in particular is most notable for uh, uh, this crazy spine, but not spine buster, but um, 
brain buster rather mm. uh, by uh, uh, Tomohiro Ishii onto uh, Bad Luck Fale. Yes, that was that was nuts. Yeah, and we've seen him lift big guys before, mm. but with this one in particular, he held him there for a little bit, and yeah. it, it, it's just like a man half Bad Luck Fale size, just like manhandling. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah, it was it, it was quite something. It yeah. was quite something. Okay. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, these two matches, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of eight-man tag matches. Mm-hmm. just like a lot of people in the ring. It's really hard to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did it well, though, uh, all things considered. It, like, like, I said with, or like I said with the uh, Jushin Thunder Liger match, didn't blow my socks off, but it was fun. Yeah, and, and I think uh, what's worth making note here, guys, um, I think that... And maybe I'm speaking for Steven here. I, I don't know if I'm speaking for you or not, but I mean, you know me pretty well. Go ahead. Yeah, I I, I think that we're we're not necessarily going to dive deeply too deeply into some of these matches here because some of them are just going to stand on their own, right? Right. You know, if you're a fan of these guys, you're going to go watch the match, and I highly encourage you to watch both nights of Wrestle Kingdom 14. Anyway, they're very, 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 very good shows. Um, nonetheless, here. You know, uh, we're gonna tell you, hey, yeah, you know, these are good matches. Absolutely, go check them out. Yeah, but you know, I mean, um, you know, we would rather you see them on your own and come to your own conclusions. If you yeah. disagree with anything that we say, I mean, we definitely have a, a Twitter that you can hit us up at uh, at Headlock Talk on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you want to leave, leave feedback. You know? well, it's also you know ten hours of wrestling. If we go yeah. super into every match, we're going to be here for we're, three or four hours. Yeah, you know? we're gonna, we're going to be talking about it all day. So I mean, look, you know, just go watch it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot of fun. It is. Yeah, grab a friend, some popcorn, mm. a mm. nice beverage, mm, popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, tag team title match here for the IWGP tag tag team championships. Uh, Finn Juice. Yeah, Juice Robinson and David Finley took on the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatonga and Tangaloa. Um, this match was great. It, yeah, this yeah. match was great. It, it was the the best tag match other than the junior heavyweight uh, tag match uh, on night two. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah no. Um. The the story here being Finn Juice won the uh the the, the big tag team tournament. That New Japan had, uh, and uh, winners obviously get the, the title shot here at Wrestle Kingdom. Gorillas of Destiny have been unstoppable for so so long, mm-hmm. um, uh, but uh, yeah, this was the right time to I think pull the trigger on new tag team champions. Yeah, um, I think uh, mm-hmm. this match really started the momentum of the weekend, or, or I guess the theme of the weekend of change, and and uh, and, and title changes, namely. Yeah. Um, I was really happy to see Finjuice win here. Uh, obviously, God is great, you know. Yeah. Um, but God is sort of in in the tag team aspect is sort of in the realm of Okada, where I get it. Mm. You yes, know, they're like, they're great. They're great. I, like cool. Yeah. You know, like they're great, and I I don't want to take anything away from them, but I get it. Right. You know, it's time for something different every exactly. now and again. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, uh, Juice Robinson and David Finley did get the win here. Um. Juice Robinson uh, had a quite the unique look this weekend. Both nights, both nights. Yeah. You know, uh, coming straight out of the village, people. It looked like uh, you know, yeah. giant uh, hat. Uh, it was like uh, village people meets Freddie Mercury meets seventies porn star. Uh, yeah, the giant handlebar mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, quite the unique look here from David Robinson. 
not David Robinson, Juice Robinson. David Robinson's a uh, they're that, cloning them. Yeah, the, the, he's the uh, the the former uh, he's the admiral, former captain of the San Antonio Spurs. Yes, uh, shout out David Robinson. Shout out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, Juice Robinson. Yeah, quite quite the look here. Mm. Um, now with them winning the titles, that meant that the, on night two, Juice Robinson could have a chance to be champ champ himself, facing yes. off against uh, John Moxley here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll get to those results here in a little bit mm-hmm. um speaking of john moxley however this texas death match here that came up next uh pretty crazy john moxley uh taking on lance archer uh stipulation was quite interesting all right because we we had talked about like what variation of it are they going to use right and i think they made the results pretty official um uh, i guess very close to the event itself you could win by um so it's it's 10 it's by count out, not count out. Um, so there's no pinfall at all, right? No DQs, no pinfalls. Yeah, uh, you could only win either by uh, stoppage, you know, like ref stoppage, uh, ten count, or submission, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, yeah, Moxley and Archer, they had some some very good chemistry. I thought absolutely. I was gonna say the same thing. I mean, both of them just have that like they have that explosiveness to them. Where yeah. like it's like, oh, he uh, he took a big bump, and he's probably going to be a little slow for a second, and then nope, <laughs> and they just bump back up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Moxley, obviously, the brawler, you know, and then, uh, you know, Lance Archer, the the big man, the bruiser, you know, they, they had a, a very, very good chemistry. Uh, finish was awesome here. Oh, yeah. Uh, crazy table spot, Death Rider DDT from the apron to the outside on uh, through two tables, uh yeah, uh Archer almost looked like he got impaled. Yeah, he was he was bleeding all over. Yeah, he he got he got spiked on his head through one table. Said table also seemed to break off at the very end of it on his torso slash groin slash be real groin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, uh, which must have sucked. And he was he was bleeding pretty good no uh, blood until the finish though yes very yeah. very interesting which i mean i don't need blood yeah. but you know moxley had a little bit of blood you know it looked like he had some kind of gash on him i couldn't tell if it was his blood or archer's blood though mm. to be honest yeah good I point don't you don't know you really don't know um but yeah no i mean uh, both guys looked really really good archer showed why he was champ mm-hmm. why he was a good he was in a good position and considering his age, I mean, he he's not um, I mean, he's not old by any stretch of the imagination, but he's not the youngest guy around. Right. But I but it you still wanted to see more of Lance Archer in these kind of uh, more prominent positions. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both guys look really, really solid in there. Obviously, I'm a massive John Moxley fan, so mm-hmm. it was really cool for me uh, to see him pick up the victory here in a really great match too. There was uh, there was table spots, chair spots. Uh, there's some kendo sticks. Mm-hmm. It was just real mm-hmm. real fun time. I like death matches, so this was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moxley broke like a whole kendo stick on on Archer at one point. He did. That was that was super awesome. Um, yeah, big fan of this match. If if you, it wasn't like it wasn't the most brutal death match that you'll ever see. Yeah, I mean, don't go into it expecting yeah. Omega Moxley. Yeah, like you, you yeah, or no. Moxley Janela or something, yeah, you know. Yeah, you're not going to get guys with like bamboo sticks like 
poking out of their heads and like you right. know like that kind of stuff. But it was pretty. Um, it was pretty hardcore. I would say. Yeah, I mean, uh, com- compared to other matches that that would be called Texas Deathmatch, uh, this this was more of just like a no DQ match, really. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. It was, it was still a really great yeah, match. Th- this is about what I would gauge what new Japan would do as a death match for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, you, we had a uh, next match on the card here, Uh singles match for the IWGP junior heavyweight championship here, Steven, uh, Hiromu Takahashi challenging will Osprey, uh, the champion, uh, just newly crowned uh, Headlock Talk Fantasy Warfare 2019 champion. Well deserved. Yeah, if you haven't listened to our uh, Fantasy Warfare 2019 series, we we crowned the uh, uh, best uh, male wrestler in 2019, and uh, yeah, Osprey was uh, was was on top. Uh, he got voted in just just barely ahead of uh, Adam Cole there. Um, but but this isn't about that. If you want to listen to those episodes, definitely. Go check him out. Yes. yes. Um, but yeah, Takahashi, Will Osprey, man, this match was amazing. Yeah. No this this match was really really great. Uh, I think it had shades of uh, Okada Osprey, which is um, hmm. which is my well, I guess a Headlock Talks official match of the year. That was well, well your your mine your match, mine and yeah. Kevin's. Yeah, yours yeah. and Kevin's. Yeah. Um, but I think it had shades of that a mm. little bit. There, mm. there was really high flying action. Uh, there was lots and lots of bumps, lots of bumps. I think it's worth mentioning that uh, that Will Osprey, according to Pro Wrestling Insider, did sustain an injury in this match. Unfortunately, oh, um, it, yeah, it, it's it may or may not be a broken heel. Ooh. Which uh, for Will Osprey and the style that that he goes for, uh, it's really unfortunate. I mean, that's unfortunate for any wrestler, obviously. But um, well, yeah, I mean, and well, and he didn't have another match on night two. Thank God, he didn't have anything scheduled. Right. Um, but yeah, no, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, considering that uh, he was able to have this match here, um, yeah. Uh, Crazy, crazy good match, and it was a, and it wasn't like your typical juniors match either. Like there were some great sequences, there was some good high flying, uh, but there was also really good submission work. And Osprey really did show flashes, and, and this is what I was looking for in this match. He was showing flashes of, I'm the bigger man, right? right. Like I'm working on becoming a heavyweight and moving up in the company. Um, so you did see a lot of these kind of displays from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Takahashi being perhaps the better junior here, right. Ended up, uh, you know, with enough chances here, he hit the time bomb that was not enough to put Osprey away. So he debuted a new move yes. and they were kind of talking about like different names for it. I think time bomb two may have been like, one of the ones too easy well, you know it's it is what it is it is a modified version of the time bomb and i thought that it was a a very very good move um very cool looking um hit osprey right on the shoulders like mm-hmm. <laughs> between the shoulders and the neck uh so it was very well done very very good match and takahashi your new iwgp 
junior heavyweight champion. Yeah, yeah. I was actually, uh, you know, obviously I'm a big Will Ospreay fan, but I was actually very happy uh, with the result here. Uh, I do think Takahashi is, is a fantastic junior heavyweight. And plus, I've been talking, I, I want Osprey to, to move up into that heavyweight division and start going up against some of the bigger guys. And really, this is this is the best time for him to do that, you know, dropping the, yeah. the junior heavyweight title to Takahashi. I, I think that's a really, really good move. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how long he's out with this injury. Um, it, it was strange because apparently... That injury happened very early on in the match, but this match is almost 25 minutes long. Mm, um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if he maybe did a little bit more damage to it, having worked on it for, you know, going on, you know, 10, 15 minutes longer. But it, it is what it is. Uh, I, I don't think he has anything planned in the next uh, month or so. So hopefully he can get a little bit, a little bit of time to heal up. Yes, yes. I think that's probably first and foremost uh especially with the way that he wrestles a heel injury i mean that's i mean that's that's hard to put your weight on <laughs> just to walk and, um, and if he's gonna go up against these heavyweight guys i mean you're gonna need to you're gonna need that support to to lift some of those guys up you know 100 so. so hope hope uh osprey has a speedy recovery uh get get well soon um next match here very um very psychological yes. match here. Yes. Uh, Tetsuya Naito uh, challenged Jay White here uh, for the IWGP Intercontinental title. And I think this was the first point at which um, we were really given the hint of what the story of the weekend was going to be for mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom. Because the video packages portrayed you know, Tetsuya Naito. He barely got into this whole thing for the double gold dash. You know, he, this is, you know, uh, this is kind of his last crack at it to make a, to make something for himself. I mean, perhaps not the last crack at it, but they were making it feel like, hey, he's kind of run, you know, <laughs> he, he's, he's starting to run out of time here to, yeah, was, to make his impact. He's basically know. like put up or shut up. Yeah. Will, will, will he, can he ever win the big one? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have these iconic scenes of him. He, he's at he's at like a baseball park and he's like holding up the bat kind of like old Babe Ruth style where he's calling his shot and yeah. he's doing his his eye you know his opening of the eye thing um so yeah um you know and the commentary team was really playing it up how this is he's got all this history with all you know three of them you know Jay White and Ibushi and Okada especially um so can he do this here um, this match ran just short of 34 minutes. Quite the marathon of a match. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to say I like Jay White, right? Mm-hmm. I do like Jay White. Uh, I do think that his better matches are when uh, someone someone brings Jay White uh, down or up to their level as opposed to Jay White kind of calling the shots in the match. Um I don't know. I, I like the cerebral aspect, but a, a lot of Jay White matches for me uh, just end up kind of kind of dragging a kinda, little bit. Kind of chugging along. Yeah, kind of chugging along. And, and with this one, like you said, being just short of 30, 34 minutes, there were a few moments in the match where I was just like, all right, guys, you know, let's uh, let's let's pick up the pace a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, it is what it is. I, I still definitely liked the match for yeah. sure. Um, 
But I, I think it, if they had either kept up the momentum throughout the match or uh, cut it maybe like five minutes shorter, uh, definitely would have done the match a little bit more justice. But yeah, f- five or ten minutes shorter, I think, would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how New Japan likes their their long, long matches, though. So right, right, right. Well, and you know, I mean, for for Tetsuya Naito, um, I thought he performed very, very well. Him and Jay White have. Interesting chemistry. So mm-hmm. I mean, if you're if you're willing to sit there and be patient with the match, then I think you would come out and and, and really enjoy it. Not that we weren't impatient about it, but I right. mean, it was um, it it did have some lulls, some peaks, and some valleys, um, as what you would see with the Jay White match. I mean, right. I, I think that's something that we that that needs to be said as well is that both of Jay White's matches on nights one and two were very. Very much Jay White matches. Yes. Um, you know, uh, high peaks, you know, some some valleys where things were slowed down a bit. Um, like I said, very psychology heavy, lots of kind of interference kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Which you know how we love shenanigans. Oh, I know. I love it. It's um, like my favorite thing in wrestling. Mm. <laughs> I, I think, too, uh, to this degree as well, um, this match was in stark contrast from the match right before it. Mm. Right, like the Will Osprey and uh, Hiromu Takahashi is clearly, a, 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 I think, a, a five star match. But a lot of people are raving online. One of the best matches in, you know, Tokyo Dome history. Right, um, this match was was also very very good, but just in a very very different way. It was a very different match for sure. Right. I, I don't I don't mm. necessarily think it's fair to put them on the same level. Or to to judge them in the same way, I guess, just because they're like you said, they're very they're two different styles for sure. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I like Jay White, I like Naito. Uh, I do think it was a good match, uh, just a little bit long for me. That's it. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's perfectly fair. Um, Naito did get the win here uh, after a Destino. Uh, Jay White had to be helped to the to the back. It seemed. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm only laughing because he's fine, thankfully. Mm, yes. Yeah. And, and and then the main event here, the uh, singles match for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Kota Ibushi challenged Kazuchika Okada, uh, cashing in the uh, the G1 Climax 29 briefcase for his title shot here. Um, look, I I really 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 liked this match. It was very good. This yes. this this. Um, as much praise as the Takahashi and Osprey match got before it, I truly think that this was a better match, um, just based on emotion and all the things that um, that kind of went into it. A lot of people I saw somewhat comparing it, or at least kind of putting it in the same realm, uh, perhaps as the um perhaps the Kenny and Tanahashi match from the year before as well as the Okada and Kenny matches um from Wrestle Kingdom 11 um i don't know if it's on that level per se um pro- I, I actually i take that back i probably ended up liking this match more than i liked last year's Wrestle Kingdom main event mm-hmm. i did like this a lot more um i really would have loved to see a title change though yeah yeah um <laughs> that that was one thing that that we were really really wanting throughout this and uh <laughs> it it definitely doesn't take away from the match yeah. uh for for the finish 
Uh, definitely would have preferred a title change, like you said. Mm. Uh, but that doesn't take away from the match. It, it was very, very, very solid. And mm. uh, I got to see a, a side of uh, Coda that I hadn't seen before. Mm. Uh, a lot of people online are calling it Terminator Coda. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's great. Yeah. He was uh, getting booze. A little bit. So let's 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 talk about it. The the match itself was very much a lot like um a lot like their their G one match, maybe a little bit slower in pace at first. Um, but you know, it, it's kind of what you would expect from these two, you know. Uh Okada with his phenomenal, you know, pacing of the match and, and the psychology and kind of you know, uh, he's kind of got his just like Jay White has his own cadence of matches, mm-hmm. uh Okada set his own the, the the tempo of this match itself too mm-hmm. um kota bushi however you know he was able to break up the you know kind of the the tempo and the momentum kind of raise it and elevate it with some of his striking moves and kind of you know his aerial uh capabilities too uh, but yes there was a spot or or a segment of the match here where um okada just uh, i'll just just straight up say it, he, he he pissed off abushi Right, yeah, and Ibushi didn't take it lightly, and you kind of see it in you see this flip switch in Okada, not Okada, in in Ibushi, mm-hmm. right, where something just changes in his head, and he started um, really giving Okada some stiff shots, like like really, like for real, yeah, yeah, and, and that led to some boos from the crowd, where I I don't think they were booing Ibushi. Because they thought that he was turning heel, I think they were booing Ibushi because they felt like, um, what's the right way of saying this? They felt like he was he didn't need to do that, right? Like he didn't need to go to that place to to beat Okada. He they wanted maybe more clean way of that coming off. Perhaps I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see that. Uh, I mean, me me personally, I loved it. Uh, I thought it was a, a really cool moment in the match, um, personally. I mean, y- you can argue it's not Kota Ibushi, you know? And, and I get that, you know? But for me, I- I'm not I'm not diehard New Japan, Yeah, you know? Like, I love New Japan, don't get me wrong. But, like, I'm right. not diehard, watch every single match all the time, know everything about every wrestler. Yeah. And, and so, for me, Kota, yeah, he, he is that kind of, like, goody two-shoes, almost, like, winning cleanly a lot of the time. And I, I can see how people who are longtime fans of Kota Ibushi might be like, no, don't do that. Don't ruin your character. But for me, seeing that, that little switch and, and that side of him, I think, was a really cool moment, personally. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, uh, and, and there's something to be said for that for sure, right? Um, so there were many, many close calls there right at the end where it was like, Coda's going to win this thing. Mm-hmm. And just, it, I mean, I think you touched on it here. It took like, uh, I think this is the one criticism. This is my one criticism uh, of the match. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the one criticism, I think, of, of kind of the, the last two matches in general. Yeah. It took... Quite a few destinos for Naito to put away Jay White. Three. And it took quite a few Rainmakers to put away Ibushi. Five. Yes. Um, and uh, I, I and I get that, that the, the matches kind of build in a way where, you know, you make you end up making both guys look good because they're able to with The one who's ultimately going to lose 
is able to withstand a lot of punishment and has to be basically put away for good, <laughs> you know, uh, for, um, I, I guess, and I guess in this case, Okada to retain the title, mm-hmm. right? Um, I saw steam coming out of your ears when you said yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like, okay, you did five Rainmakers. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's necessary. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it really... And I'm not the biggest fan of the Rainmaker anyway. Like it's it's a clothesline, cool, whatever. Like there there's better moves that that someone like Okada is capable of, right? Uh, that, that he can do instead. Um, but you know they're they're building it up as like the move in, in New Japan, right? And mm-hmm. I I think it just does the move itself and Okada a huge disservice by ending a mm. match with five Rainmakers. I mean, like I, I understand the point that you brought yeah. up where it's like, like it, oh, Abushi's able to take five Rainmakers. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's yeah. like okay, but imagine. How cool it would be if the entire match goes on. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, Rainmaker, one, two, three. Uh, you know, as opposed to Rainmaker. Okay, and the match goes on. Okay, well, Rainmaker. Okay. Well, I, I will say that it did peak those times where he, where Ibushi kicked out. I, yeah. felt, I felt the match peaked. It started peaking even more. And then it took that fifth one. It was like, okay, I, that's, that's it, right? But does the match need five peaks? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's the argument I'm making. No, I get it. I get it. I, I mean, I could see both ways mm-hmm. for sure, um, but yeah, I mean, Ibushi came so very close, and I think that's that's his story here, um, and, we'll, and we'll talk about it a little bit more here. But yeah, he came so close to beating Okada, mm-hmm. right? Uh, night one closes with um, Okada standing tall with the IWGP Heavyweight Title, and uh, he starts giving his speech. But then is interrupted by Tetsuya Naito, and uh, they uh, he cuts a promo saying, you know, remember those years ago, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, we never thought that I could be back here, and now I'm coming back, and I'm challenging you for the IWGP, mm-hmm. you know, heavyweight title again. Um, so it got me hyped. Oh yeah. Um, after seeing my boy Ibushi fall to the to to um, Kazucho Okada. I was like fully team Naito yeah, uh, yeah. for night two. Um, but yeah, I mean, it then produced um, some two more very, very good matches. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do just want to say uh, the match was great. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm being critical because it's my job to be critical yeah. and, and point out the, the things that I didn't like. But that being said, the match was great. The yeah. match was really, really great. Yeah. Definitely recommend watching it. Yeah, totally. I mean, like I said, I, I actually recommend it. I would say I recommend it more than even Wrestle Kingdom 13's main event between Tanahashi and Kenny Omega. I thought mm-hmm. this was a, um, for for my taste, a better match. Um, so definitely still recommend it you know, hi- highly. Go check it out. Come to your own conclusion, you know, if, if, if it works for you. Yeah, I mean um, you're you're gonna like it. Yeah, it, it just depends on how much. <laughs> exactly. Um, let, let's jump into night two here. Um, obviously the night one had some high high standards, some big shoes, yes. uh, and uh, we, we we'll see if night two uh, actually um, 
fills in those shoes. Uh, dark match here, or or rather the pre-show match that took place. Um, Los Ingobernables de Japón, Evil, Shingo Takagi, and Bushi actually win the Never Openweight Six-Man Tag Team Championships in a gauntlet here uh, against the most violent players in uh, uh, Raisuke Taguchi, uh, Chaos featuring uh, Tomohiro Ishii, Yoshihashi, and Robbie Eagles, Suzuki Goon featuring Taichi, El Desperado, and uh, Kanemaru, and Bullet Club featuring Bad Luck Fale, uh, Yojiro Takahashi, and Chase Owens. So there you go, some more LIJ gold. That's a lot of people, man. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> just a lot of people I, in I the got, ring. I got kind of winded, yeah. you know, just naming off all the yeah, <laughs> all the names. Um, but yeah, no, that's a that's a lot of people. Well, it's a gauntlet match, so it's kind of like one after the other, after right, the other. right. But um, yeah, uh, that was your your pre-show match there. Mm-hmm. Um, opening match here, uh, Hiromu Takahashi and Ryu Lee, um, you know, would take on. Jushin Thunder Liger and Naoki Sano in Jushin Thunder Liger's final match mm-hmm. in New Japan, his retirement match. Uh, v- again, just like with the night before, uh, very fun match, very fun opener, uh, some good spots, a clash of old versus new, uh, you know, clash of uh, different styles and methods and these kind of things here. Uh, you can obviously see Hiromu Takahashi and Ryu Lee, for that matter, had a ton of respect for Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, I, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, like you said, it's, it's just a very fun match. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's it's not blow your socks off or anything, but it's very yeah. fun. Uh, it was a very emotional match. This being Jushin Thunder Liger's retirement match. Uh, you actually see at, at the end of the match, uh, Ryu Lee kind of you know shedding a little bit of a tear. Yeah, uh, you know, giving the embrace to very, very emotional, very emotional. Um, but this match in particular, like I said in, in the first uh, Jushin match, you know he he's the star of this match. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I really appreciate that from him. That you know, yeah, it's it's his last two matches. He could he could call it in. You know, mm-hmm. he, he could just be like, oh yeah, I'm here, yay, it's me. Mm-hmm. You know, but but he was like, no, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna show y'all what what I can do mm-hmm. and, and what I can still do at, at this age. Uh, so I, I thought that was really cool. Very fun match. Very good opener. Mm-hmm. I will make a quick editorial note here of this. Um, uh, you know, right, right here. Um, obviously, Juice and Thunder Liger closed uh, the match uh, with a very emotional promo. Uh, you know, uh, now a lot of people at this point in the show, unfortunately, um, at least if you were listening to English commentary, your feed froze. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, that's not very cool. Um, now not only did this have an impact on people watching it live, um, who've reported many things from not being able to see the rest of the show to, um, I was able to see the show, but, um, I think that there were some high quality or some high video grade, high numbers of video grade, um, quality, a lot of of frame rate issues from what I hear. Yes. Um, and uh, if you actually go on to, and, and maybe we're catching this early, but if you are actually go to go onto new Japan, uh, world this morning and pull up the current English commentary video feed of, uh, night two of wrestle kingdom, the, there are some pretty bad frame rate issues on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
It was very unfortunate. Yeah. We ended up watching the show in Japanese mm-hmm. uh, because the Japanese version is perfectly fine. Right. There's nothing wrong with it at all. But the English version... Yeah. Yeah. So I mean... Took o- a big hit. Obviously, we don't speak Japanese. Uh, no. So, so it, it was kind of unfortunate that we weren't able to catch the English commentary. Yeah. Um, you, I don't think it took really that much away from the show. It, mm. it was still very, very good. Yes. Uh, the main things that, that irked me about that was, um, obviously, we couldn't understand Jushin's promo. Mm. Uh, couldn't understand. We, we didn't get a, a proper translation of it. Cause exactly. I think one of the members, and this is key here, for, and... Again, this is not a huge deal, but mm-hmm. you know, if you do prefer to have that English commentary, and I think some people find it to be necessary, you know, I, th- I think you, you you might be one of those people, Stephen. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm pretty much in that camp, I would say. Yeah, you know, but I mean, and I think I am to a degree as well, right? Um, because when there is a promo being cut, they have a very key member of their commentary who actually translates the promos for you in real time. In yeah. real time. Uh, so you're like, oh, okay, gotcha. And so you get a better sense of the storytelling that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, th- we kind of had to provide our own commentary and infer things from kind of what we're seeing. Right. Uh, which, I mean, it's not the most terrible thing ever. But um, New Japan, if you're listening out there, please fix this. Yes. You know, just take the just take the Japanese you know video that that was that's that's on there right now, and then just you know. You know, dial out the Japanese commentary and plug in the English commentary. Because mm-hmm. right now, if if you have fans in America or in England or anywhere else in the world and they want to tune into the English commentary version, it is... Uh, yeah. 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 Pretty much. Not good. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. You know, yeah. it's not the biggest deal, like you said, but I do obviously prefer English commentary so I can understand what's going on. Mm. I mean, I'm a wrestling fan. I've seen enough wrestling. I can I can infer what what's going on. I can infer what's being said. Mm. Uh, but it, it means a little bit more coming from, you know, the, the actual product itself. Yes, yes. Um, we did also, uh, moving right along here, uh, now that we've had our editorial m- note here, we did also have the, uh, as you noted, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Sho and Yo defeated uh, El Fantasmo and Taiji Shimori uh, to win the titles. Fantastic. Match was great. Fantastic match. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't really have anything to say about this. Um, I, I've, I've said in the past that tag team matches aren't necessarily like my jam. You know, like... The, yeah, the, the tag I do team, recall you saying yeah, this. Yeah, tag team matches start at a lower bar for me, just because there there's more that has to be put into the match to get the guys over and to get the spots over and, and everything like that. So it, it's just harder for me to to really get into a tag team match. Hmm. Uh, this one was like chaos the whole time, but in a good way. It was yes, controlled chaos. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good hard hitting stuff. Good tandem offense. Yeah, I mean, this is this was about as on point as you could get it from Show and Yo, uh, Rapongi 3K, uh, as well as the Bullet Club with El Fantasma and Taiji Shimori. This was this was exactly what you would want out of this match. I yep. would say, absolutely. Uh, ran about 14 minutes, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, here's low key one of the highlights of the weekend. I would say. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. taking on Sonata uh, for the uh, Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship. 
Um, very different from a lot of the other matches that were overall this weekend. Um, High-level technical wrestling, great chain work, um, very, very high-quality uh, transitions and sequences. Um, a short match, for sure. Yes. I would say, I um, and, and I would agree with you here, because you brought up that you actually preferred the G1 Dallas version. Of, uh, of these two having their match. 100%. Um, yeah. I still felt it was very good, though. It had its place here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not I'm not going to bury the match. You know, it, it was a good match, 100%. Um, I, I will say, uh, bringing in, you know, the Zack Sabre Jr. Sonata match was one of my favorite matches from all of G1, right? Like, it was very, very good. And to bring the, those same guys up in a Wrestle Kingdom environment... Uh, I will say I expected a little bit more. Um, I, I do think the G1 match was uh, far better, in, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. Uh, so, something about the match just really didn't click for me. Uh, it wasn't a bad match. Uh, I, I think part of it's my fault, though. You know, uh, br- bringing, bringing two of my favorite New Japan guys into Wrestle Kingdom and expecting one thing and, and getting another. Um, it is what it is. It, it was a good match, but eh, I don't know. No, I mean I I liked it a lot. I thought it was um I thought it was very different. Uh, I I liked the sequences a lot. And if you like just good old fashioned traditional technical wrestling, this one is definitely for you. Yeah, for absolutely. sure. Mm-hmm. I I think uh, at the very least it, it had its place on the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, next matchup here, uh, Juice Robinson challenges John Moxley for the uh. IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Yes. Fun mm-hmm. fun times. Yes. Um, again, a little bit different here. Again, m- not nearly probably as good as uh, their match from the Best of the Super Juniors final show. Agreed. Um, but, you know, still had its place. And this is kind of the, the blow-off match to everything here. Um, John Moxley ultimately hit uh, back-to-back Death Riders on Juice Robinson to retain the title, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess we're going to see more Moxley in New Japan. Yeah, which is great. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think he's really, really good in New Japan. Um, th- this match, for me, was similar, to, not in the style, but uh, similar in the result from uh, the Sonata-Zack Sabre Jr. match, where I was just like, ah, you know, I was expecting a little bit more. Uh, it was still Moxley and, and still Juice, so I was happy with that, you yeah. know. Um Definitely not as good as some of their previous matches, but is what it is. And uh, I got the result that I wanted, so... Yeah. Fun times. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, yeah, this one here, it's just... Um, yeah, it's just a little bit different. I think the, the bigger story here, beyond the match, is after Moxley won, uh, we hear some very familiar music play, mm. and Minoru Suzuki marches his way down to the ring pulls off his tearaway pants and gets in the ring and, and brawls with Moxley and hits him with a gotch pile driver, walks out of the ring, um, you know, after holding aloft the US championship. Yeah. Um, so looks like we're getting Moxley versus Suzuki, a dream match of sorts here. Oh, yeah. Ma- match I didn't even think that I, I, I needed in my life, and now I need it badly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, the both of these nights really, like... Uh, they brought up questions and then answered them immediately. Uh, yes. You know, like with with 
uh, Moxley retaining the title, it brings up the question, okay, well, what's next? Now what? You yeah. know, who, who's who's he going to go for? Uh, but he doesn't even have to go any, go for anyone because Minoru Suzuki's coming out and, and calling him out. And uh, like you said, dream match. Uh, I, I think Minoru Suzuki is a fantastic choice uh, to yes. go up against Moxley. So I, I'm curious to see um, what they're going to be like in the ring. I'm curious to see how long this feud is going to go for. Um, yeah. I'm excited. A yeah. great choice. Yeah, I'm ready to see a feud between these two. This mm-hmm. this is right up my alley. Um, yeah, so good stuff here. Good, good stuff here. Um, let me see here. Uh, following this was the uh, never open weight championship match between Hiroki Goto and Kenta. Yes. Um, hmm. A, a very, um, a very unique match here. And I know that you have a lot of thoughts on this one here, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, this this is the one match that I didn't particularly care for. Um, and, and I don't necessarily mean that in, in a very bad way. I, I like both of these guys a lot. I, I do think they went out and did good work. My problem with this match, uh, I guess, if I had to put it into one word, would be pacing. Um, just because this was a hop, skip, and a jump away from a squash match for, for most of it. You I'm know? glad that you brought that up. Yeah, um, it, Kenta was in control the entire time like like almost the entire time up to up until like the last maybe two or three minutes really mm-hmm. uh it, it was just the kenta show the whole time yes um goto's taking all kinds of bumps all mm-hmm. kinds of bumps and, and then you know seemingly out of nowhere he's like bam 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 i win yeah and it's just like i don't know like they they could have paced this match a lot better i i don't think that i, I really don't think this match did very much for either guy personally Mm. like it it was just very strange because like i I don't know like for almost what is it this match is 16 16 minutes and 12 seconds yeah just over 16 so you have goto just getting the crap beaten out of him for like 13 minutes yeah not not having any solution to what kenta's pulling out right and so that doesn't make goto look any good but then at the very end Goto gets the better of Kenta just with a few bumps. And, and so yeah. that doesn't make Kenta look very good either. So I didn't hmm. really care for this match too much. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what this match was for almost, you know? Yeah, no. And I, and I definitely get that um, along those same lines. Yeah. You had probably, it was all Kenta for 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. It seemed. And right up, up at about 12 minute, 12, you know, uh, Goto starts firing up. Right. And I think the story that they were trying to portray here is Goto can take all this punishment, all of this punishment from Kenta, um, you know, and then but he was able to, to, to see it through and, and, and take the title off of Kenta. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Um, they did it in a way that it was at least very, very high quality. I think if. Um, if WWE perhaps had done this with anybody else, right, it would have been like uh, snooze, right, right. Um, and that's I hate knocking WWE like that, but I, f- I feel like that would be the 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 populist reaction uh, of what that would be. Right. I mean that's I mean, and I'm not trying to bury this match, but like that's my reaction to this match. It's yeah. just like nah, you know, yeah. it is very meh. 
Yeah, for me, it, it's the same argument that we just made earlier in the show about Okada finishing the match with five Rainmakers. Mm. You know, it's like, mm. okay, I understand what you're trying to tell me. I, I get it, right? But it it doesn't translate as well as you think it does. Mm. And, hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could I can definitely see that point of view. Uh, again, if you're big fans of Kenta or uh, uh, Goto, for that matter. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, I mean, give good. it a watch. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's 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 definitely uh, something. Uh, it's definitely a hard hitting, very stiff contest mm-hmm. to say the least here. Uh, but yeah, just just our take. That's yeah. all. Kenta dyed his hair dark gray, which I think is dope. Yeah, just a little little quick thing little, fits him real well. Looks little, good. Little something there. Yeah. Uh, the next match here, Jay White uh, took on Kota Ibushi. Story here is yeah the, the the two losers from the match uh, the, from the ma- their matches the night before uh, would square off uh, with I think the implication that there would be some kind of number one contendership sometime in the future. Right. Um, but uh, this match here, I, I really really had high expectations for it, and not to say that they didn't deliver. I think that they they delivered it in a very different way than maybe what their G1 match was. I think their G1 match was just perfect. It was just it was one of my favorite matches all year. All biases aside, I mean, was it was it the best match all year? It could have been last year in 2019. Um definitely one of my favorites for sure. Um but this is again a very much a Jay White version of what the match was from G1. Right, right, and uh, get it out of the way. Good match. Yeah, I, I like the match. Uh, very it, solid. It was fun. It was very solid. Um, still, same same kind of complaint that I that I had originally. Where um, at at twenty five minutes, it had some lulls, like a hundred percent. It definitely mm-hmm. had some lulls. Um, and, and this match would have benefited from maybe five minutes less. Uh, not ten minutes less. I think that's a little too short. But uh, maybe about five minutes less. I, I think would have done it a lot of good. Um, it, it was solid, you know, both guys had, had some good work and, and everything like that. It, it's just, there, there's something, there's something about long form Jay White matches that I can't put my finger on mm-hmm. that I'm not a big fan of. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand he is that kind of cerebral style uh, of, of mm-hmm. wrestler. Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate that a hundred percent. You know, Adam Cole's one of my favorite wrestlers, mm. But I don't know, man. There, there's something about it that is just like, all right, guys, keep it going. Like, let's yeah. pick up the pace a little bit here. I see. Yeah. I see. Well, and perhaps, I mean, and there, there's always the argument, like, well, he's doing that on purpose because he's the heel, right? Like, yeah. these kind of stalling kind of tactics, these kind of very much cheating kind of things. Gato got involved so much in heavily, this match. Very heavily. So much. Yeah. And... um Again, I I really did think that after coming off of night one, with everything that happened with Abushi, you would want to see you know you'd want to see Abushi take on Naito. Mm-hmm. That would be, or, or or Okada for that matter. That would be worth watching again, right? The Naito and Jay White match I felt was very understated, um, very um, not bad, but. Uh, I mean, it didn't it didn't blow my mind, right? right? Right. This match is very something is something very similar, very very high quality, very very good match. Um, but it's it's um, I think comparing it to their other match in G one would be unfair to this match. For sure. I mean, it's it's um, 
it's not at that level. Right. I don't think. Um, Jay White ultimately, after uh, the 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 world's most shenanigans ever, yes, uh, uh, actually got the win here on Kota Ibushi, and that continued my spiral into depression. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you were so pissed. After I, this. I I was just like, man, my my boy Abushi couldn't catch a break. Yeah. Um. But I mean, just like what I think NXT did with Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Correct. To, you, you know, I think we talked about this also on the God Bless Texas episode. Mm. Uh. But with the implication of Okada, you have to. You, they were going to destroy Okada and then rebuild him. I think that's exactly what we're going to see here. Is just Ibushi has to rebuild himself in order to find himself back in the the picture. Yeah, and, and I think that that's one thing we need to remember is that uh, New Japan they do a lot of long, long, long term booking, right? Yes, and we'll at, see at, that here in the main event. Yeah, and at first glance, uh, from you know a, a more Western perspective, it almost seems like uh, Ibushi won G one for no reason. You know, and, and there's certainly an argument to be made for that, but I, I do personally think that you're correct in the sense that they're they're breaking him down to build him back up, and uh, I mean it is what it is. We didn't get what we wanted right now, but who knows? We we might get it later on, so, perhaps, yeah. perhaps so. I hope so. I yeah. really do hope so because yeah. that would be great. I would we got great. to see uh, Terminator Ibushi for a little bit in this match too, which was cool. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Um, let me see here. Uh, Chris Jericho took on Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, if Tanahashi would win, he would actually get a match against Chris Jericho for the AEW World Championship. Mm. Um, Steven. Yes. Your thoughts on this match? That's fine. (laughs) I don't know. I, <laughs> that's uh, all. That's all you're gonna get. No, it's, I mean it, it fine. was fine. It, it wasn't my favorite match uh, for sure. Uh, the, they did the same thing where where Jericho hit the lion tamer, walls of Jericho, whatever you want to talk, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, hit it like forty times. Uh, and, I mean twice. It was three, but I'm I'm just exaggerating for yeah. hilarity's sake. But um, yeah, and, and it's just like okay, cool. He did that. It went nowhere. He did it again. It went nowhere. And then he did it, and then it was a submission, and then it was over. And, and uh, well, over the course of like, like, like again, almost twenty five minutes. Yeah, like it, yeah. it was just it was just so so slow. Like like, tell me a spot from that match, you know, like the code breaker that uh, Jericho hit to counter the high fly flow from Tanahashi. That was barely a code breaker. I don't know. He got like maybe half mm. of it. I, I don't I mean, know. Like I, it, it was okay. So again, there's not bad matches in New Japan. There are very rarely bad matches, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I think this one again was a bit more plotting for sure. Um, I don't know. It very very much long form. Uh, I think the major criticism out there uh, again there's a lot of brawling i think it was very much a brawling kind of match um and it was very much a chris jericho led kind of match i think mm. jericho led it a lot more and I, again it was good it was very good mm-hmm. um i did not necessarily foresee 
as the match was going, I was like, okay, Tanahashi might actually win this one. But I didn't ever, I wasn't ever fully convinced that he would win the match. Right. And and then have this shot at Jericho in AEW. I think that would have been, been a very cool concept. Yeah. For sure. Um, but I think there's still a lot more work behind the scenes that needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. See, for me with, with this match, I mean... Uh, especially with the implication for it, had you know, had Tanahashi won, he would have gotten the the title match for AEW World Championship. That's cool. Um, New Japan likes their long matches, right? And I like long matches, hundred percent. If you can, if you can fill it with uh, really nice momentum, good chemistry, good spots, good peaks, I, I like a long match as well. You know, um, but not. Every match needs to be long just because the two guys that are wrestling are big names. And and I feel like New Japan kind of uh, relies on that a little too heavily at points where it's like, oh, it's Chris Jericho and Tanahashi. Let them go for almost 30 minutes. And it's like, this match would have been so much better had it been like less than 15, really, in my opinion. And it, that that's, you know what, I'm just thinking about it right now. And I don't mean to bury Wrestle Kingdom because it was freaking awesome. Like, it was freaking awesome. But if it was shorter, like, if a lot of these matches were just a little bit shorter, it would have come off a lot better. Mm. I, I don't think you have to have every match be 20, 30-plus minutes. You know? That's just me. Yeah, no, I think that's a fair argument for sure. And I think that kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier is, could you have had a... You know, if if in a bubble, let's say New Japan didn't have two nights worth of wrestling at the Tokyo Dome, right? Let's say let's say there was just the traditional one night, January fourth. Here you go, it's Wrestle Kingdom, right? Um, and, and maybe structured it a bit differently, the card. I think you definitely would have seen a lot of these matches been a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, the card would have definitely been a little bit longer. But, with that said, you would have gotten maybe a lot more joy out of it, perhaps. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's just me personally. Yeah. You know, uh, there there's some people where they're like, give me hour and a yeah. half matches, you know? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only for that on the rarest, rarest of occasions, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, like... Well, I, I, and I think, I think your, your, your point here is, could they have done this in, you know... In, in 17 minutes could they have had this match in 17 minutes and it just still be of high as high of quality yes absolutely yeah they could have definitely done that and, and saved five minutes to, you know five or six minutes right absolutely they could have done that I, I think it was still good nonetheless i mean is it as quality as perhaps jericho's matches in aew or some maybe some of even tanahashi's other matches uh, that's debatable. Yeah, but I think it was still a very, very, um, very well done for what it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, um, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this: six of the matches over the course of the two nights were twenty plus minutes, with two of them almost reaching forty minutes. Mm-hmm. I understand. It's a, a lot of wrestling. I understand the the double gold rush is in full force right now and everything like that, but it's, I don't know. It, it takes away from. I don't know. Uh, it, it, I'll leave it, it alone. It truly is a lot of wrestling that you have to digest over two days. Right. Like, I think um, a fair comparison would be this. If WrestleMania was over two days and the same thing applied 
I think I would have been a lot more baffled. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's but, funny because we almost got the two ends of the spectrum with yeah. this, where WrestleMania is one day. With, it, it's with almost 10 hours long. <laughs> it, it's almost 10 hours long, but there's a lot of matches. And, and most of them don't go over 20 minutes, you know? So, like, it, it's a lot of shorter matches. Whereas with Wrestle Kingdom, it's a smaller amount of matches with longer time frames. Mm. So, I mean... I think you got to pick and choose, you know, like there, there's some matches that do need that longer frame, but not every single one. You don't need to make them that long just to have a long show. That's fair. That's fair. But I'll, I'll I rest my case. Let's, uh, let, let's round out night two here. Okada versus Naito first double champ with the IWGP intercontinental and heavyweight titles here. Um, See, th- this yeah. is a perfect example of a match that benefited from being as long as it was. Th- wow. Th- this match is almost 36 minutes long. It's a long match, but I think they did it very, very, very well. They they paced it really well and everything like that. Yes. No, I agree. It, it was... Um... Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stephen was like moving around on the microphone there. I'm getting emotional, guys, yeah. so I'm, I'm moving <laughs> my hands he's, a lot. He's all over. Yeah, he's 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 all on that mic, man. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's um it's something. It, it was it was quite something. I I uh, like I said, I was full full on team Naito. Same, you know, team change here. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think we we got out of this here a better match than what they had at Wrestle Kingdom 12 with these two. This is a match that's six, almost seven years in the making, really, uh, for this moment. The crowd popped really big for Naito when he came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Okada had a had a pretty good reaction, too. I mean, it's Okada. Yeah, it's Okada, <laughs> right? Um, and, and I think this is, this is kind of where... This is where they made the really big deal, is... I think that New Japan, as a company, and knows the fans and kind of knows what the people in Japan want out of their stars and out of their matches. And I think that's perhaps why Okada beat Ibushi on night one is is be, because I think that you know they just they they know that Okada's their star. There he's their guy and i think that's the big criticism that they get a lot is why is it always okada right right um you know it's it's just like um it's just like kind of how it was like with john cena or hulk hogan a, a, a kind of figure like that he he's their figurehead he's the guy for new japan and maybe they while they love abushi i don't know if they were ready to pull a trigger on Ibushi as much as they were ready to pull a trigger on somebody who's as wildly popular as somebody like Naito. Right. And Naito, he, he put on probably his best match that I've seen him with. Uh, very different from his matches that he had with Ibushi all last year, which those are also some of the best matches all year long. Yes. Right? And, and that gets very understated, perhaps, too. But... Um, this was some of the best performances, actually the best performance I think I've seen from Naito uh, since I've started watching New Japan, to be quite honest with you. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I, I can definitely agree with that. He obviously we, we talk a lot about Okada and, and how he's one of the best in the world, you know, um, but Naito went out there and, and completely held his own uh, with, with Okada, had some really nice moves. There were some big spots in this match that looked like Naito's knees were about to explode. And and <laughs> yeah, having having his history with with his knees, some of them were real hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Th- there was one spot where um, uh, Okada like picked him up by his knees and threw him onto the announcer's table over the guardrail, and, and just just hearing that smack mm-hmm. of Naito's knees on that table was so rough. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and he barely made the twenty count to get back in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, they they were trading huge shots, big drop kick sequences. Um, Naito hit this ridiculous top rope poison rana on mm. Okada, put him right on his head. Um, very very interesting um, exchanges and, and and kind of this crescendo up to the final sequence of the match where they were trading the Rainmakers, and then uh, Naito hit a couple Destinos, and then I kind of looked at you, and I was like, it's only good. it's 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 one big move away f- with either one of these guys. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was Naito hitting the Destino, and, uh, you know, became the champ champ. Yeah. IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental title holder. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know why I thought this, but I really thought Naito was going to hit a Rainmaker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just, I, I really just I felt w- it in my w- bones. W- wins the match with Okada's move. <laughs> Wouldn't that just be amazing? It would be sweet poetry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it was an amazing cap to uh, uh, two days of very high quality wrestling. Um, I th- I think you could probably argue five, probably four, four matches at least that were five stars. Oh yeah. And, and I think those were the, the, the double gold dash matches. Um, and, um, I would say the, uh, the Osprey, the Osprey. So probably four mm-hmm. or five matches that were in the, that could be argued within the five star range mm-hmm. uh, with all the other matches still being very, very high quality. Absolutely. Um, I, I do. I mean, mm. if this counts for anything, I do think night one was a little bit more solid than night two. I would say the flow of night one was better, mm-hmm. though. The when you look at the card for night two, you're like, "Whoa, that's stacked!" Right. Um, but I think that somewhere along the lines, it lost a little bit of the pace. Yeah. Still a very very good show. Oh yeah. I would say if even if you were to compare it to what WWE put on for a lot of their pay per views, night two stands head and shoulders above what most wrestling companies would put on on a show on any given day. Um, the close here, Naito puts, uh, you know, uh, cuts a promo, obviously, talking about his achievement and how mm-hmm. happy he is. Thanks to fans. Thanks, thanks to, LIJ. Yep, thanks, mm-hmm. thanks everybody. And then gets interrupted and assaulted by Kenta, yes. of all people. Yes. Now, you're a big fan of Kenta. I like Kenta, You, you yes. like You like his, his heelish ways. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. That is a that is another match that I didn't think that I needed, uh, but I'm very intrigued by now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this goes back to what I said earlier, where it's like the this the show posed a lot of questions and then answered them immediately. You know, after after Naito won, yeah, you had the match with with Jay White and Ibushi, which may or may not have been a number one contenders match. I I 
don't really know. Yes. They, they never mentioned it necessarily, so it's kind of up in the air. Um, so, yeah, he, he could go with Jay White. Uh, but you know what? Who's going to go after Naito now? You know, he he's champ champ. What What's next for him? Yeah. And they gave us. They, yeah. they gave us G- that answer. Gave you the answer, Kenta. Yeah. Now, somewhere along the lines, it probably will be Jay White based on what we've seen here. He's got a shot. And then there's also the New Japan Cup coming up. You know, we'll be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be uh, very, very interesting to see. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait. Really, oh, yeah. I can't wait to see what all of 2020 brings us in New Japan. I want to, I, I want to see the story that gets told with Abushi and how he rebuilds himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see, you know, where Okada goes from here. Um, there's a lot of questions about Osprey. Where does Osprey go from here? Right, right. Um, so yeah, 2020, very interesting year coming up here. Yeah, no, I mean this was a, this was a really great show. Yeah, uh, I, I liked both nights very, very much. Uh, even you know, aside from the length issues that I personally have with it, uh, you may or may not think that you, the listener. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I I think the the coolest thing about these shows, obviously, the matches were great, but just the implications going forward and, and the the really the new landscape of New Japan that we have right now. You know, we have we have like five new champions. You know, yeah, at five title changes. It, it's a completely new landscape, a, a completely fresh start uh, for New Japan. So, uh, 2020 is going to be very interesting to watch. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, uh, grade on the show, definitely A plus for night one, and I would still also say a solid A for night two. Yeah. Um, just for for all intents and purposes, this is well worth your time and effort. Um, I know a lot of people spent a lot of money. Uh, watching um, both nights on uh, Fight TV, mm-hmm. um, you know, or if you uh, were like us and you just sub- simply subscribe to New Japan World, I highly sub- recommend subscribing to New Japan World anyway. It's only nine ninety nine a month, um, just, well, yen at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just short of ten bucks a month here, American U.S. dollars. So uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm gonna out. I'm gonna agree with you as well. Night one A plus. Night two A. Average amount, A. It, it was a fantastic show. Definitely New Japan World. You gotta fix English commentary yes. one on yes. uh, night two before we do anything else. Mm-hmm. Please just put in the Japanese feed on there. Put in that video. Take out the Japanese commentary and just throw in the American commentary. That's all you'll need to do. It's really actually quite an easy thing. Right. Um, Which I, I understand... You know technical difficulties 100 percent. you know um i'm not trying to go too hard or you know both of us aren't trying to go too hard on on new japan right now um i understand technical difficulties happen you know wrestlemania's had technical difficulties you know um it is what it is um but if you take swift action to to fix it on the replays um you know more or less no harm no foul for me yeah i would agree with that I would definitely agree with that. However, we wa- we didn't watch it live, mm-hmm. and so we did not have the problems of the feed just like completely cutting out and us not being able to get back in. Yeah. Had we had that problem, I might be I might be saying something different right now. A little bit more harsh, perhaps. Yeah. Yes. Which I mean, let me just say, if that had happened, I would be saying something different right now. <laughs> um, but uh, as long as you can fix it in the replays, uh, let it be. You know, fix it for the New Japan World subscribers. Uh, 
I, th- I think it'll be all hunky dory. Yeah, for sure. Well, one last uh, closing question here for you, Stephen. With Naito and his history of knee issues, you know he's he you know he was a little bit rough shape uh, both nights here. Um, how long do you think he could sustain this? See, eh, this is a very depressing question. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's <laughs> fine. It, it's just. Uh, Naito being Naito, he's going to go for as long as he possibly can. You know, wh- whether mm. he should or not, uh, he- he's going to keep going. And uh, I-, I think it's up to, you know, medical staff to, to really just be like, all right, dude, you got to take a chill pill. Um, however, probably not long, honestly. Uh, he- he's been needing a break since G1. Right. Uh, he he should have taken a break after G1, but still w- was working matches left and right. Uh, his knees are shot, you know, and, yeah. and I think a lot of the a lot of the spots where he's like holding his knee and and selling the knee. I don't think he's selling the knee. I think his knees really freaking hurt. And obviously, yeah. I don't know Naito, so I don't know that for a fact. Yeah. But I mean, he's been having knee problems for you know years at this point. I, I know we've joked about it mm-hmm. quite somewhat on the show about he needs to like take some time off and go onto an island and get some stem cell surgeries, yeah. uh, some stem cell treatment in his knees. But I 100% believe that. I think he needs to just go and, and get get fixed. Just yeah. get, get, get his knees better uh, because if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't start taking care of this very, very soon, uh, it could make... It could lead to some major, major problems yeah. just in his overall quality of life, and mm-hmm. I do not want that for Naito. No, a- absolutely um, not. I mean, um, I- I'll be curious to see, uh, you know, how they how they book him o- over the next few months in the start of the year. Here, he is double champion. That's that's it's hev- a heavy implication, huge accomplishment. It's a huge accomplishment. Congratulations to Naito. Um, but with those two championships comes. A lot of defenses, uh, you know, a, a lot of title shots, and uh, I don't know. It, he needs to take a break. Like, 100% he needs to take a break, but is that possible when he's champ champ? That, mm. That's that's very hard to say. Mm. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right, man. Well, 2020 started off with a bang here. Oh, New yeah. Japan Wrestle Kingdom 14. Great show. Uh, but uh, before we close here, let's dive down into some... If wishes were fishes. It's underwater. <laughs> um, so, Stephen, um, lots of wrestling this weekend. Mm. Do, you, mm. do you have some wishes based off of what you've seen from, from New Japan or from anything else this, this weekend? Hmm. 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 I mean, a throwaway wish. Okay. Uh, a throwaway wish. Yeah. Um, Will Ospreay. Yeah. Take some time off, man. Ah, yes. T- take a little bit of time off. Uh, you had an insane 2019. Like, yeah. w- probably the best 2019 of any wrestler in the world right now. And yeah. you got nothing to prove, you know? <laughs> and, you know, if if the injury does turn out to be a broken ankle and you had that injury 10 minutes into a 25-minute match, you probably did a little bit of, a little bit of extra damage there, you know? And... Will Osprey is one of my favorite favorite wrestlers. He he's he's so explosive, but to have that explosiveness, you need to have the support of that ankle. Uh, so yeah, I, I I guess if wishes were fishes, uh, 
and this pains me to say, uh, we won't see Osprey for a little bit. Yeah, he 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 probably needs to take a break and uh, mm-hmm. take some time off here. Um, yeah, uh, and, and especially considering if he's going to be moving up into heavyweights, like you had mentioned earlier, he probably needs to rest that that ankle a little bit, yeah. do some strength training, use this time to to put on some more mass and uh, kind of you know get things right. So, because uh, we want to see Will Osprey in prime shape and condition, right? Going into 2020, so which I mean, just real quick, similar to to Naito with Osprey. Mm-hmm. Osprey should have taken a break after G1, but didn't. So he he's very very overdue. Yeah, nope. That's I think that's a fair uh, a fair commentary here mm-hmm. for that. Um, so with that being said, Stephen, uh, for your wish, uh, I'm actually going to give that three hammerhead sharks because I think you you nailed it there. Ah, this guy, <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. Of course, of course. Uh, if wishes were fishes, uh, if wishes were fishes, what will what 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 I would want is, and we kind of saw a tease of this here a little bit. Uh, Ryu Lee and Hiromu Takahashi uh, teamed up uh, to face Jushin Thunder Liger um, in in Liger's last match. What I would like to see here, and, and I think we got a little, maybe maybe a slight tease at it. It's just a slight one because Dragon Lee. Uh, he accidentally hit Takahashi with a move to the outside. I hope that that reignites a feud between the two and that we finally get um, m- more matches with these guys here, mm. a series uh, of matches here. Uh, perhaps, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what uh, Takahashi's plans are, but I mean, if uh, if Dragon Lee wins best of the Super Juniors this year, uh, that we get, a, we get a payoff match with those two. Uh, yeah. So... A, a couple wishes there. Dragon Lee uh, winning Best of Super Juniors and uh, Hiromu Takahashi, uh, them having their match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, I haven't seen a lot of... Uh, I've seen a lot of them separately, but not a lot of them together. Uh, however, they, they're both very, very talented. So I definitely w- wouldn't say no to uh, you know a feud with them. So uh, four and a half elegant fire gobies. Ah, yes. Wonderful. Wonderful mm-hmm. fish. Mm-hmm. Wonderful fish. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. What says you then, Steven? Do you have one more wish for me? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Um, so we, we got the, the Tanahashi-Jericho match, right? With the stipulation of... Uh, what's that face? I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with, with the stipulation that had Tanahashi won, he would have gotten the, the AEW title match. Mm-hmm. Um. And I really think, I know I had said the exact opposite of this a few months ago where I was kind of wanting New Japan and AEW to remain separate. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, with, with AEW being a little bit more established, you know, they, they've had some pay-per-views under their belt. Um, they, they've had, you know, Jericho's title reign, which has been huge for them. Uh, I, I do like the the thought uh, of a nice uh consistent partnership with AEW and New Japan. Mm-hmm. So I, I do want to see this again. However, someone over the course of these two nights has gotten freed up. And that mm-hmm. person is Kazuchika Okada. Right. Hmm. Now I think the stipulation itself where it's like, hey, if you win, then you can fight me again. Mm. I think it's kind of dumb. Uh, I, I think it should have just been an AEW title match because Jericho was going to win anyway, right? It, there, there was no way Tanahashi was going to win, in my opinion. So I, I think it should have just been for the title. Uh, but if wishes were fishes, uh, get 
Chris Jericho versus Kazuchika Okada for the AEW title, whether that be at an AEW pay-per-view or a New Japan pay-per-view. Yeah, uh, that, that's uh, that's quite interesting. That's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I mean, the the match was already, and, and I think a lot of people need to remember this, uh, when it comes to Okada, not Okada, mm, Tanahashi and Jericho's match, that it was going to happen. Like, it was already in the works at, at Dominion, right? right? It was already being planned then that Tanahashi and Jericho were going to have a match. Um, and then it got announced, and it was, you know, only, I guess, within a week's time leading up to the match that they were like, yeah, you know, we're going to put in this extra stipulation here. So, I mean, it wasn't anything where... You know, uh, I think AEW was going to pull the trigger right away on, hey, we're going to do this partnership and it's going to be all this and that. And uh, I mean, I don't think either party is that close as of right now. Uh, but Which I think I understand there's a lot of there's a lot of business things that go into that. Right. I think we're getting a lot closer though. Yeah. Right. I think we're definitely getting a lot closer to that point, and I think that over time. We'll get there, right? We're we're gonna get there. Um, I think Okada is a fantastic uh, choice. Um, but would I want to see Jericho and Okada again? I wasn't a huge fan of that the last time around, but I would like to see Jericho. Maybe once Kenny takes the title off of him, I'd like to see that for uh, sure. K- Kenny and Okada, perhaps again in in an AEW kind of environment the only reason i say okada is because Mm -hmm. i i put okada in the same category as i would um like a jay white or an aj styles where Mm -hmm. they they can go in with anybody and have a decent match you know Mm -hmm. where you know obviously tanahashi is very talented as well i just don't think tanahashi and jericho have the best chemistry in my Mm -hmm. opinion um i don't know it's very stop and go for me whereas i think okada can can handle uh jericho's style a little bit better but but I do like I do like your addition of uh, possibly when when Kenny takes the title mm. off of Jericho having Okada versus Omega that would be very cool too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, however, and and again I, I I'm not a fortune teller, ladies and gentlemen, but Steve and I seem to be very in sync here with uh, with this other wish, um, because if wishes were fishes for me. Um, I think that uh, I would like to see, um, I I would like to ultimately see, I don't think I see Ibushi winning G1 again back-to-back years. Uh, I think I might see somebody else do that. Uh, but I, I would like... Osprey. Uh, perhaps. I think, yeah, maybe Osprey wins G1 this year. I could see that happening. But for my wish, if wishes were fishes... Uh, Ibushi versus Omega at Wrestle Kingdom 15. Mm. I would like to. I would like to see that story finally told. Um, you know, somehow, some way. Um, I think that would be uh, for me as far as AEW New Japan goes. I think that's the match that you have to make. Yeah, is Ibushi versus Omega. Yeah, yeah. No, I really like that idea. And you know, we 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 talked a little bit about how we're kind of of the mindset that they're breaking Ibushi down to build him back up again. And there's definitely going to be some work that would need it. That would be needed to, to bring him back into that, you know, that scene. Um, but I do think that match would do wonders for Mm -hmm. Ibushi to bring him back into that title scene for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah. So for for that big wish, we give you some big fish, mm-hmm. four white marlins. Ah, thank you. Yes. Very very good. Mm. Very good. Yes. Did I give you fish for your for your last wish? I don't think I did. I think did you I? did. No. Well, son I, of a bitch. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I'll, I'll actually also go ahead and uh, reciprocate with uh, three three white marlins. Yeah. Oh snap! So I only have to give you one white marlin because you gave me three already, and I and I gave you four. So I only need to give you one because it's giving you yours back. Ah ah math headlock talk math ladies and gentlemen fish math got got him <laughs> all righty um well uh again uh we're we're, we're closing here we're hitting the closing time folks so uh again thank you again for tuning in and listening and always supporting headlock talk you know if this is your first episode uh or indeed if you've been with us since the beginning we appreciate you for tuning in yes yes uh we appreciate uh any and all feedback that you ever give uh, you can find us online at Headlock Talk on Twitter at Headlock Talk. You can also uh, hit us up um, if you are a business. Hit us up at headlocktalk at gmail.com for any business inquiries. You know, if you love the sound of Steve and I's voices, you think that you want us to? How could you not? Yeah. <laughs> if you want us to read uh, read an audiobook for you, or uh, you know, uh, try out one of your fancy mattresses, you know where to find us. Headlocktalk at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. Um, I guess some 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 further closing notes here. Obviously, uh, twenty twenty big year. Yes. We hope to expand Headlock Talk a bit more, and uh, any support uh, that you guys give us is greatly appreciated. The best way to support Headlock Talk, of course, as we noted at the beginning of the episode, uh, hit that subscribe button, uh, rate and review on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to Headlock Talk. Uh, it's the best way to to support us at the moment. Um, and uh, we're going to bring in a new segment here uh, to close our shows uh, uh, here this year. Um, uh, I was um, I was blessed enough to be surrounded by a great family uh, this Christmas, as as were you, Stephen. Mm. Um, my my in laws, my mother in law, uh, got me a wonderful uh, vinyl record player uh, with built in speakers. Uh, so shout out to my mother in law. Thank you so much. This is a very very cool gift. And my brother in law, Michael was kind enough to, to get me uh, a record, uh, a, a vinyl record here. So uh, we're going to do an uh, album of the week uh, just for you know all you listeners out there. You know This is what we'll probably end up playing uh, after you know the show goes off air as we do our editing work. So vinyl record of the week, uh, uh, The Ramones uh, by uh, The Ramones, of course, their debut album. Uh, got a lot of great hits here. This one is, of course, best known for Blitzkrieg Bop. You've mm. probably heard it. Mm-hmm. Um a monumental record in the history of punk rock. Um, you know, it, it covers all sorts of great material, uh, you know, from 1970s New York City life. Um, you know, it, you know, there's uh, uh, whimsical lyrics about, uh, you know, just living in New York, uh, about drug use, about prostitution, about, uh, you know, uh, the, the terror of Nazis. Yes. All uh, those fun things. All these great things. Um, so a, a very much a, a nihilistic uh, viewpoint of living life in New York City in the 1970s. Uh, great, great record. Fast-paced rock and roll. Uh, can't recommend it enough. So, uh, once again, album of the week, Ramones by the Ramones. Yes. Check it out. Listen to it. And, again, big thanks out there uh, to my in-laws, my brother-in-law, and my, my mother-in-law especially for uh, uh, for these great gifts. Yes, so, thank yes. you guys. Uh, but, yeah, that is Headlock Talk this week. Uh, I, I don't have much else to say. Steven, did I miss anything? 
think you got everything, man. Th- oh. I think you got everything. Uh, watch Wrestle Kingdom 14. Yeah. Great. It's a great show. Yeah. Watch Wrestle Kingdom 14. Uh, we hope that you've enjoyed t- uh, this week's episode. We'll be back again next week where we talk about something. I don't know. We haven't we haven't talked about it yet. <laughs> this is true. We will talk about something. Yes. <laughs> All righty, guys. You take care. Thanks again for tuning in. And enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Later. Whether you're kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com win for your chance to win from Morris Home. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com.